Cosmetic family. Hey, welcome to the Cosmetic Podcast here at World Council. World Council. Cosmetic means being a person or thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We're tackling topics and tell the truth. I'm Rodrigo Ross. And I'm Keith Vincent. So today, our podcast is called Be Green. Be Green. Oh, look at you. And look at you. We oh, didn't plan this for real, no, y'all. For real. This no, just it, totally it literally happened. just happened. It just literally, I just saw that. Like, Be Green. I was going to say Kermit, then you had on green. I moved away from the Kermit thing, but... You were going to call me Kermit? Well, you got... You are kind of froggy like... today. You, your voice is kind of froggy today. It's, that's not on me, so... But anyway, we have Be Green talking about a sustainable planet with two amazing experts. We have Amy Wolf from the YMCA of the Rockies in the United States. Hi, Amy. And I'm going to try this, y'all. And yes, I... Hazira. You're right. Oh, wow. So international. I want you to say your own name because she says it way better than me. But she is from YMCA of Kosovo, and she's a youth leader there, and they have this amazing tree planting project. Welcome both to the Cosmetic Podcast. Thank Thank you. you. So, so look, let's help, help me out here before we get started because we hear so much about this sustainable planet thing. And I think it's it's just like a foreign language to many people. Mm-hmm. Those who love it, like they're deep into it. All right, so take me from up here to bring me to down here to that average Joe. Like, really, what is this all about? Right. And what can I I really do yeah. to to create or help support a sustainable planet? Well, uh, I think that it's easy for everybody to create a sustainable planet. But sometimes when you think, you'll say, oh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But not, it's, it's not really. Because uh, if, we, if we talk about our project, as we did, as you said, about the tree nursery, we are going to plant some trees in the tree nursery, and we are going to take care of them. And then we are going to donate to people, maybe to individual, but maybe to schools or whoever wants to have them, and they will take care of them. So uh, if you think, if you think it's not that hard yeah. to do that. Like, you just take one tree as a person and you just take care of that in your home, in your house, like, wherever. And then you, you just do something with that. Like, example, uh, we in Kosovo use a lot of plastic ba- bags and now, now we are planning to have a law, like, to ban them. Oh, wow. Which is, which is very good. Yeah. I think in, the, in most of the countries now, it, it's already banned. Mm-hmm. And it's already, we are, like, a step back from that. And so... We are trying to do that, like, why not? Because really, right. we, we are looking like to make it, so it's something so small to make yeah. it sustainable. That is amazing. That, 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 that I just had a light bulb moment. She was like, just one person, just take care of one tree, yeah. right? Like, you don't have to go and plant the whole forest, and yeah, you don't have to exactly. go, just take, which would be a thing for me, because all my plants are plastic, because I cannot. <laughs> with plants y'all I oh but I'm gonna try with this if, maybe it's because I try to get too many of them and, and what's cool exotic. though if you use it from a life experience I remember literally uh when we moved into our first house when I was young yeah. and we had a tree a little sampling about that big and now that tree it is a tree. easy easy 50 exactly. feet tall <gasps> easy because you're that easy. old it took that you had that many years for that tree. <laughs> <laughs> It was too so, easy. It was too easy. So yes, uh, with <laughs> got it. So yes, yeah. with, uh, with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. 
But that is an amazing way, yeah, to take it from up here yeah. to yeah. just take yeah. one yeah. tree Thank and you, take care of it. Thank you, because I just made it that simple. That, right that was excellent. Yeah. I love that. I right. love it. I think another thing that you have to think about when you're talking about environmental sustainability is really meeting people where they're at. Yes. I, I know we've heard that a lot here. And, you know, we think about our day-to-day -day lives, and some of us don't always have the luxury of thinking bigger and broader yeah. because we have our jobs and our careers. Some of us have kids and families we have to take care of, and it's cheaper to buy food that's not organic. You yeah. don't have the time to do the research on what you're looking at. So when we're talking about sustainability, I think one of the biggest things is to show people how making smarter and healthier choices can affect their day-to-day, -day, mm -hmm. not, not just that broad. So when we're looking at something yeah. like, oh, you could save money if you switch to solar. You got them. <laughs> or if we do something a little bit differently, you can drink out of your tap because it would be cleaner water and yeah. it would be healthier for you. So those types of things, I think meeting people where they're at right now yep. with their knowledge and with their day-to-day -day capabilities, yeah. I think that's probably one of the most important things to, to get the ball rolling. Yeah, just helping them see the small changes they can make, like start with this and this is what this one word means. Because I'm always confused when they're talking about buy organic and this, that, and the other thing. You hear so much information and you, it's, it's just too much sometimes and it's like okay when you're when you're talking about something learn what this one phrase this one term means change something around that let it become a habit then pick something else right just just really going back and, and meaning because there are some people who are amazing at the sustainability thing and they're intimidating right like they got all the cute little water bottles and all of their yeah, clothes do, are yeah, and yeah, i'm like yeah, dang yeah. i suck as a human being like a what well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you agreed way too fast no no, no but... i was just saying yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right that's what you were saying whatever so talking about your i'm sorry so talking about your the project with the trees yeah. in kosovo did the youth come up with that idea? Or like, how did you guys come up with this yeah, idea? Yeah, in fact, it was uh, it was together staff and the youth having a project. And so uh, our staff for uh, 12 weeks, they had a program with mm. the youth. So they would learn more about environment protection. Yeah. So not just go and take an action and this is bye-bye. So yeah. it was like, they would know more what is the air pollution. They would know more about the first station. They would know more about most of the things that we are uh, having problems at our community like every mm -hmm. day. So after, after they finish that, they would get a certificate. And what we are aiming to do is like to create, to launch a program with green heroes. So we will call them a green hero. But oh. we didn't start it yet, but we are planning to do it uh, yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, so they would they would be like in the whole city the, the protecting their their own community and own city pro like and they would call themselves oh i'm the green hero yeah like, what kid doesn't want to be a hero right yeah. let's be a hero yeah. you know, so if they were a green hero it would be some like no, that's not. Oh, I knew it was going to be a green hero. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hear this again. I know I'm going to hear this again. I'm going to hear it again. It's I'm coming here to save exactly. you. Exactly. Right? I'm going to hear this again. Like, he may just send you a picture. Uh, yeah. the green oh, good gracious. But that is amazing. Like, what kid does not want to be? Yeah, a right. hero. So, sure. so this I is, love this it. This is a mix of uh, raising awareness and going in action. Like yeah. then, then they had also an uh, activity to clean all the city and the municipality. Sorry for my English. Uh, gave an award to our uh, project because they cleaned the old city. So this is a kind of a motivation wow. for them. And yes. Yeah, and one of the guys, uh, of the young 
person keeps saying like, oh, I always keep saying to my uh, colleagues, don't throw trash everywhere. Yep. Do that, do that. Yeah. yeah, you should plant a tree. Like, yes. this, is, this is what we are aiming for. Like, That's nice. Great, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just becomes, that generation just grows up and it's the norm and it's their behaviors. I, yeah. I love it. I love so it. What are the toolkits that you guys have developed? Yeah, so um, YMCA of the Rockies has partnered with the YMCA in Russia, and we've also um, brought in some other European YMCAs from France and Sweden and Scotland. And we have been working over the past few months to create, uh, it's a waste audit and activity handbook. Okay. Oh! Yeah, and so one of the big things that we talked about as a group is how important education is to us. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to be able to create a tool that could be used across all of our YMCAs regardless of what our budget restrictions are and regardless of what our format is. Because as, we, as we've learned here at World Council, YMCAs look different in different countries. Right. And so we created a step-by-step -step guide on how to audit the waste your YMCA is producing yeah. with the goal of reducing the amount of waste that we're sending to landfills. Mm -hmm. So it gives education on the different types of municipal solid waste and then you can kind of create an audit in a way that works for you, whether it's looking at your organization as a whole, looking at the buildings on your property, and learning what can be recycled, what could be composted. And so we actually did a test run on one building in our YMCA at YMCA of the Rockies, mm -hmm. and we found that almost 70% of the waste that we were sending to the landfill could have either been recycled or composted. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Wow. So will those toolkits be made available to other YMCAs in the United States or is it just to use with our friends around the world? Yeah, so that's our goal is to be able to make this available to anybody who wants to use it. Mm -hmm. And obviously everyone's um, waste looks a little bit different, yeah. like where you can recycle, what you can recycle, whether you're able to compost. So our hope is that this is kind of going to be the structure for YMCAs to, mm -hmm. to learn about it. I oh, mean, it's, it's hard good. to ignore waste when your elbow is deep in it, right? right? So, yeah. right. so teaching and educating and showing that there are better ways maybe that we could do things, that's really the end goal. It's less about the statistics and yeah. more about getting people involved and feeling, um, feeling like they can make a difference and they yeah. can make a change and empowering all of the YMCA. So yes, our goal is to make this yeah. available. We're working on translating it um, into a couple different languages as well, because as of right now, the first draft is in English. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll have some different languages to be able to offer that to YMCA. Yeah, that's amazing. That's I'm awesome. just thinking, you know, especially when you're talking about education, just helping people understand what they can compost. I'm just thinking one of our wives, right? We have a YMCA that has a kitchen and all day long, all they do is prepare meals for under-resourced um, kids, right? Kids who don't have meals and stuff. But when they finish preparing those meals, they just throw everything in the trash and they take the trash out and they clean up. But mm -hmm. if they understood more about composting, right? Like right. imagine right. how they could just change the, the footprint of mm -hmm. that YMCA and what they do with um, their trash. So wow. how, I mean, we have program directors that are listening to this, uh, that are hear this from, from now and forever, I guess. Where, where can they get started? I mean, mm. that program director, like, hey, I really do care about this. This, this sounds interesting, but like, what do I start at to with programming and getting young people involved? Hmm. Well, need money, doesn't need uh, so many resources to mm -hmm. start. Mm -hmm. This is uh, something very, very easy. Like for, for us, 
even if we don't start with anything else, we can start with our program, program with yep. raising awareness to them. And then if you go out and, and clean, clean your, your city, this, is, this doesn't need, you doesn't need anything. You need only young people and only people uh, uh, with a good will to do that. So you can start easily by having, like we started by having a program for 12 weeks in a row. And then, then there came up, came up an idea for what we can do more. Mm -hmm. So then after that, we started to maybe just clean. It's not maybe just cleaning the city or maybe building the team trees, but we also now are, are on the green uh, part. As we are talking, we also, as a YMCA in Kosovo, we have also three charity shops, which uh, we use like the three R's, uh, you know, recycle. Yeah, we, uh, reuse and reuse. Yes, which is yeah. a, which is a great example. Right. Like we all have clothes that we don't. Uh, maybe we have for a long time in the shelves, mm -hmm. and uh, also some of them they are gonna just throw them somewhere. But we, yeah. we you can do that. You can put them on container, and then we get them. We repair them, and then we send them to reuse and to sell for and for helping the wow. to, to like to continue with the programs with the young people yeah. to help the YMCAs. So this is this is a great thing. So um, each season when you do your cleaning I do and you still have tags on your clothes <laughs> I, I that do. you never worn. You don't have to tell all my stuff though. Um, so you send, <laughs> send, them, send them here. Now. I could send bins of we clothes have. And yeah. bins. for when I bought and something bins. because I'm like oh by bins. the time the season comes I'm going to be that size and the and season came and I would I ain't got that many bins. <laughs> yeah. But I buy clothes and I'm like I'm going to be that size next summer. And shoes, then next are, summer shoes also? Shoes. Whatever. Okay. Whatever, you don't use it. Well, <laughs> Wait a minute, you're giving away my stuff real easy right now. Go, well, you got enough clothes. about seven people. Well, I mean. That's another podcast. Okay. Whatever. We ain't going to do no podcast on your, your clothes and stuff. It would sure. be excellent. I would love it. I would love it. Man. Mm. So you're in the beautiful Rockies. Uh, can't wait to get the one. They haven't yes. been there. I need to, I need to get out. I need to get out. Yes. Be beautiful area. How, how are you, uh, what are your recommendations to get, uh, get programming started? Right, so actually, um, I'm excited that you asked this because this is the second half of our handbook. Um, we, in the second half of our handbook, have compiled some ideas for different types of activities and games and programs that you can use at your Y okay. for the purpose of educating youth around environmental sustainability. Mm. So, for example, one of the activities that we also have done at our YMCA, at YMCA of the Rockies, is a trash cleanup hike. Okay. And something like wow. that doesn't cost a lot of money and lots of people are involved. And you don't have to be in the beautiful Rocky Mountains to go on a trash right. cleanup yeah. hike. You right. can go right. urban hiking, sure can. walk through your own city yep. and you can pick up trash and gather a group of people. And for something like that, all you need are some trash bags and please wear rubber gloves. And some gloves. <laughs> please put on some rubber gloves. You know, put on yeah. some gloves. But um, something like that isn't expensive to do. All you need is the will to do it. Yeah. And you need some, some folks who are excited about the idea of environmental sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so implementing yeah. programs and just doing small things like that, even just to educate, even if you don't feel like you're moving the needle, you never know who you're educating that might take that and share that mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes those small things all put together can be those those big changes yeah. that we need to see. I like that. Yeah, and so in, that. in Dallas, one of the neat things is uh, our codes department will provide, if you want to do a, a neighborhood cleanup or a nature trail cleanup, mm -hmm. they'll provide you with the equipment. So the um, 
the little grass bird, the little things. Kids love those yeah. little things, those little pinky things. And yes. they provide you with uh, the right? gloves That's also um, and the bag. So, I mean, it, and that could be three people who want to do a project or that can be 20 people who want to yes. do a project. That's but like nice. you're saying, just those little things, like that's no call. All it is is your time uh, at whatever day of the week to be able to go out there and, and do some uh, do some cleaning. I love that. That's nice. So I noticed that when we first went into the pandemic and the world just stopped, right? And we weren't doing all this driving and we weren't going out. It really, to me, it felt like the planet was regenerating. Like things were growing and it looked more lush and more green. And it, it, it even seemed like my allergies weren't as bad during that time. It's just like when when we just stopped messing up stuff for a little while. The, the planet just had a minute to, to, to re-energize. Mm -hmm. But now that we're kind of getting back into the groove of things, do you guys see that because people experienced that before and they, they see that, oh, it can happen, it should happen, that they're more willing to participate and, and become aware of sustainability issues now? I, I would say so. I mean, the project that we're doing here is one of several projects that we've been doing at YMCA the Rockies. And unlike some of the Ys here, uh, our YMCA of the Rockies staff are paid staff. Mm -hmm. And at this point, we haven't had a paid position for environmental sustainability, but we have had so many of our employees join this team and yeah. volunteer their time outside of their normal work hours mm -hmm. to participate. And we've been able to accomplish big things because we are so passionate about it. And I know we, we started this project after COVID, so I can't say whether mm. the, the engagement would have been the same prior, right. but I do believe that we all got a chance to see that and experience that. Yeah. And so the volunteer effort to take climate action, I, th I think is growing. And so I think now is the perfect time to really so. push it forward. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you? Like example in Kosovo, it's not like we have this culture that we, we keep our houses very clean, like really clean, mm -hmm. but then outside it's not the same. Mm. So it's, it's not that how it should be, but it's like the opposite. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, you can keep your house clean for sure, but you, you should keep your environment first. We don't ex expect like everyone to be like um, willing to do green area mm -hmm. thing, but we expect at least to do the, the minimum that they should do in this world. So yes, um, like we, we would, how to say, sorry. <laughs> Uh, we would we would accept like everyone like from young people as we started to clean the city like you see young people doing that so yeah. and after the pandemic I saw a, a really big uh, how to mm -hmm. say uh, starting to raise their awareness individual people to to do things differently yeah. well uh, I in fact I would say that I'm happy I would start also from myself I wasn't that big 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 green but when I saw when I saw the changing through the pandemic, yeah. I was like, oh my God, really, we need to work towards mm -hmm. it. We really need to do something because really we didn't, we didn't really know until we, we saw through mm -hmm. the pandemic situation. We didn't really know where you are. We yeah. are just living. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I know, I, I definitely think about things different and when we're, I'm, I'm way more adamant about recycling in my own house um, and just, just really trying to understand 
how we're hurting the planet by just doing our everyday yeah. conveniences that really it wouldn't be that inconvenient if we switched it up. It's just a matter of being mindful, right, about it and doing something different. I yeah. would say for me it was, so every Wednesday is uh, Recycle Day, uh, so I take the bin out. Yeah. But it wasn't until uh, we had moved to Dallas that that became a thing. We had awareness of it in our home before, uh, but it wasn't the convenience there. Yeah. So therefore we we didn't do it. Yeah. Right? Now that we have the convenience of it, highly more mindful. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, all the plastic bags or all the paper, whatever, you know, the, those things are going into the recycle bin yeah. um, now. Whereas, you know, but it's that one thing that you're saying. You like start start somewhere. That one thing yeah. that you can do. Can, can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, definitely noticing. Whereas before we would have more trash bags in the trash can and not so much recycling. Now we have way more in the recycle bin. It gets yeah. full, and the trash can is not so much just because. And my kids aren't even that little. Like, and they're super tall, and I still have to, like put that in recycling. <laughs> now imagine so, if you took out the food waste, how much less trash. Right, because right. we haven't right. even gotten that right. far. Right. I'm gonna do that when we get back. But I bet you them Amazon boxes. I oh, bet you. Well, you always See, telling stuff you don't have no business talking every about. Wednesday, big old Amazon I boxes recycle them. And <laughs> I, just, I just get them to send it all on Tuesdays. <laughs> in one box. And I recycle the box. <laughs> you know, you sound judgy. I recycle, yeah. I, right, I recycle the box. He sounds judgy. Whatever. Reduce, reduce, reuse. Thank you. That's great. Reduce, That's great. Reduce. You're doing great. You hear that? Reduce, reuse, reduce, wow. reuse. <laughs> you can't make me laugh. I can definitely make you laugh. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. So if you um, if you both had to kind of leave a message or a call to action, so to speak, for folks to really get engaged, to really not be passive, to really educate themselves around a sustainable planet, what would you tell them? Well, uh, there are so many things that I would tell, but uh, in fact, I would uh, say that you will always find a way to protect your mm. your area, your space that you're living at. So uh, you can do the minimum, but you can do more than minimum. Yeah. So I would say that even if you cannot, even if you think that you cannot do, you have places like YMCA example, places like, I think that there are a lot of places you can go and work towards the green uh, yeah. area. So. So I would say that uh, never say I cannot do something, but you you just can you just need to start. Yeah, right. just like just like right. we started with the young people, so they got so passionate about it. Yeah, because really we don't know a lot of information, so when we get information, we can do much more than absolutely, we are that we're doing. absolutely. You yeah. can do it and don't do the minimum. Don't yeah. shoot for the minimum. Do more than the minimum. <laughs> what about you, Amy? My advice would be be the squeaky wheel. Mm. Be the squeaky wheel because you can tell somebody something, but unless it becomes a daily part of their routine, yeah. it's not going to change. Yeah. And often it's hard to change our daily routines. Um, I like to think of it as when I'm in my car and I don't buckle my seatbelt, I hear ding, 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 yes. and it drives me nuts. And yes. so you know what? I buckle my seatbelt. You put on your seatbelt. Even seat if belt. I You're forgot right. that day, yep. I put my seatbelt on. Yep. And so I think that people may not realize how important climate action is to them. Mm -hmm. So we have to be the squeaky wheel. We have to remind them why it's important. And eventually, it will become commonplace. Yeah. So squeaky wheel or ding? I say you, you need to be the ding. 
Ding, ding, ding. So look, buy Ryan some shoes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. And as annoying as that ding, ding is, ding. as annoying as what this is right here <laughs> in my ear. You should buy me some shoes and the ding goes away. Man, you ding guys have that. been incredible. Thank <laughs> you guys for thank sharing. Thank you so much for uh, all you're us, doing. Yeah. And look, thank you for listening to Cosmetic. On this episode called Be Green. And subscribe and listen to us weekly. And don't be shy, give us a five-star review. And as always, be dynamic. Be phenomenal. Be cosmetic. Yeah.